Hi, everyone. Welcome to Conversations at Heal. This is your host, Susan Jacoby. I hope you are enjoying these inspirational interviews and they help you to discover how to make the decision to overcome childhood trauma, develop self-love, and live a life of peace and joy. This is the final conversation of our three-part series with guest Janine Zunk. On our first inspirational message, we explored ways that you can reduce your anxiety to receive confidence and inner peace. In the second interview, Janine and I talked about how our destructive habits can limit the endless possibilities that are waiting for all of us. Today, Janine and I are talking about making a conscious choice to be happy. Janine is a spiritual girl next door who teaches emotional mastery and universal connection. She believes the universe is constantly guiding, supporting, and communicating with us. It is simply our job to listen. The gifts lie in not letting your emotions control you, but to realize that they are a form of communication that you can learn to understand. To learn more about Janine, visit her website, namastelivingonline.com. Janine, I am so grateful for you to come back and share all your wisdom and the lessons that you have learned and practice and some of them even mastered. I want to talk about this idea of mastering our emotions. And I have a feeling that people might hear that and think that that is such a broad like, oh, well, you know, they're going there and hang up my hat because I can't (laughs) do that. I think that if the listeners will stay with this conversation, that they'll find that they can learn maybe just one step if this is a new concept to them on how to master their emotions. What comes up for you when you hear that idea, mastering your emotions? For me, empowerment. As I've said in previous shows, we're feeling beings. And so for me, growing up, my feelings, my emotions, my response to other people's emotions just always kind of took over. I could be in a totally happy mood and you walk in crabby and suddenly I'm in the worst mood in the world. I had no idea why, no idea how to get back and suddenly my day shot, right? Or I wake up in a great mood and I stub my toe and then everything just tumbles down there from there because I'm mad and then suddenly, you know, my car doesn't start and I'm late for work and, you know, the day just spirals. That's all emotionally generated. We create through emotion. So, For me, to learn how to master my emotions, the idea of it felt so empowering. It felt like, what, there is a way to not have to experience this insanity every day? It's just the greatest thing ever. (laughs) If we were to simplify this as um, a to-do list or a step-by-step, what do you recognize within yourself that is the first step that you take to begin mastering your emotions? Let's say in any given scenario, like let's talk about the scenario of stubbing your toe. How do you process, how do you calm yourself down, how do you walk into being happy? In the times that we've talked, you're always happy. You're always great and cherish being alive. That's how I pick up your energy. How do you calm yourself down when you do stub your toe and not let that overpower the happiness that's in your day waiting for you? The interesting, I do the opposite of calm myself down because we're taught 
not to feel emotions, right? If you're angry, you should talk to yourself into happiness or work through it, right? No, I stub my toe. I am going to curse. I'm going to have a little mini tantrum. And then as I have that tantrum, as I'm cursing, it releases that energy. I'm not holding it anymore. After I stub my toe and I've cursed and I throw my tantrum, I can sit down maybe on the edge of my bed and I can say, wow, well, that was interesting, you know, and it's almost like it can reset myself. I don't not allow myself to have that human emotion of I'm in pain and this freaking hurts and I want to scream or yell at the top of my lungs. Great. That's what I do. I'm in pain. This hurts. I scream. (laughs) I curse at my angels. I whatever it is I need to do to get it out. 90% of our issues in today's world, I feel like, are all related to the idea that that we hold on to our emotions. We don't feel what we need to feel. So I let myself feel whatever's there, and then I sit down, and I logically say, okay, that was an interesting way to start my day. Let's start over. Okay, toe, I love you. Are you okay? Are you broken? You know, a check out of my toe. And then I'll take a deep breath, center myself again, and I'll stand up and pretend that was starting over. (laughs) I just have to, it's a conscious choice to not carry that energy forward. I'm going to release it in that moment and then choose to let it stay there. And that's the first step to me is about awareness. When I was first learning this, I had to learn to become aware of when I became angry, that moment, the person that angered me, the situation that angered me or made me sad or upset me or made me afraid. I had to become aware of when I experienced joy because so often we just respond unconsciously and this is all about learning to be aware of it so that you can then step into choice mode but subconscious is just going to happen as soon as you bring it to awareness and bring it to your conscious now it's a choice choose in every moment to feel whatever I need to feel and then I choose to respond according to how I want to show up to that world if you just made me angry I can be angry But then I choose, okay, how do I want to express that? Do I want to have compassion because maybe you're stressed out and you just don't have it, know how to deal with it? Or maybe I need to put up a boundary. Or, you know, like I choose it. And so it's so empowering when you start to be aware and then you can start to see the triggers and then you can start to say, okay, how do I want to respond in a situation? You choose it. And I played with, I'm going to choose to be the mean person who screams. And I did that. And then I decided, you know, I don't like her. <laughs> I don't like her at all. I want to show up differently. I want to respond from a place of love and compassion, not only for them, but for me. So what does that look like in this situation? Okay. It looks like me just calmly saying no and going outside and get some fresh air. Like, it's complete choice, but you have to be aware of it before you can make it a choice. So awareness is going to be your first key. And that is all about just noticing when you get angry and noticing when you're sad, noticing when you're happy going from there. (laughs) You said some wonderful things in that answer. One thing that I was struck by was was sharing your emotions. My experience has been that a lot of people stuff their emotions. I mean, that is just something Mm -hmm. that I think we are all taught to do for a variety of reasons. The bottom line is that the consequences still remain the same. This idea of sharing your emotions can feel intimidating especially when you're not you know when you're not used to it or the people that you are angry with you know with your experience what their reaction will be 
But, you know, the truth is, is that you can't change someone's reaction. They will react how they have reacted for the, the last 30 years. They're not going to magically change. My experience has been to take little steps and by sharing, by writing, that's a way to share. You know, sharing by going to a place where you can scream, even in your pillow or in your car or someplace where you're responsible about putting yourself in a safe environment so that you can let your feelings out. That also is another way to become aware of your feelings. Absolutely. Think about when you're a child, right? You're always told, oh, don't be angry. Oh, don't be mad. I'm not hungry, Mom. Oh, that's all right. You need to eat anyway. You need what's on your plate, but I'm not hungry. We're taught to not trust and not express what's innate in us. So learning a new process to begin being honest about that. And I love that you said writing because journaling is an amazing way to express yourself. I love writing, but sometimes for me that medium is too slow. I want to talk it out, right? I need to vocalize it. So my favorite, favorite tool is I will get in my car and I will imagine someone sitting next to me. Sometimes it's my dad who has passed away. Sometimes it's Archangel Michael. Sometimes it's, you know, whomever. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just talking to the chair. I imagine that person just sitting there and listening to what I have to say. I can say it and feel heard because we all want to feel acknowledged in our feelings. So by imagining and seeing an angel or my sister or whomever sitting next to me, on some level I feel validated and seen. It allows me to need to keep talking about it because I've been heard. It's okay now. Now I can process the awareness behind it. So I think a practical tool like that is amazing. Yes, I'm glad you I'll have to try that. That's, that's, I've never done that. That's a great idea. <laughs> it's fun, you know, especially I mean, a long road trip. So if you take the bus and you don't have a car, you could imagine, you know, striking up a conversation with somebody, maybe a person sitting next to you, imagining that person to be mm -hmm. someone and just having this inner dialogue with yourself. Like we said in our show, our last show, exploring and looking at it with curiosity. No judgments, no right, wrong, none of that, no shoulds, just curiosity. I mean, one thing I want to ask you is you mentioned Archangel Michael. For the listeners who, aren't, who have never heard of him before or aren't familiar, could you um, introduce him to the listeners? Oh, for sure. Archangel Michael is the angel of protection. He is the angel um, that will help release fear. He is here to help you basically own your power again. So if you're feeling victimized in any way, if you're feeling unconfident, if you feel afraid, if you feel a lot of negative toxic people around you or energy around you, he is the angel to call on whether you just call him to be with you, to guide you, to sit with you, to protect you, it doesn't matter. He will be there. And he's such a strong energy. It's bringing in dad energy or big brother energy, but very vocal. You know, like you've got that big football player brother that just shows up to protect you. That's the kind of energy there. But he's so gentle and loving, even though it's so strong and powerful, his energy, that it, I just love him. He's the first angel I really learned to connect with because he's so easy to connect with. It's so easy to know he's there. And so 
If you've never experienced angels or you've never connected with them and you desire to, I highly recommend, unless you feel called to another one, to start with Angel Archangel Michael just because his energy is so strong and he's so easy to connect with. You know, all you have to do is call him. I just say, Archangel Michael, I need you here. Please help me clear out this energy. Help me step through this fear. You know, stand by me. I take him on road trips with me so that I feel like I have a safe journey, and I've never had an issue with him on the road. <laughs> Some of the things that you mentioned, I would imagine I – I would have fallen into this mindset like a year ago or something about how you described him as male and a big brother. You know, those are images that can trigger some people. I know they could have easily triggered me a year ago, and yet this is another opportunity to try something new. Experience might have been X, Y, Z, but try connecting with Archangel Michael and and see how that feels. You know, maybe it's just like, whoa, for five seconds, that's too much. Okay, that, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, this is mm-hmm. compassion. Remember compassion. Remember that you're a, a loving and capable human being. And the next time, maybe it'll be for 10 seconds. And slowly get into it because you are breaking old patterns of relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hadn't considered that. I think that's a fantastic point. I will say that... If- If you're at a place where that just seems too far for you, even to try that, there are feminine and female angels. You can easily start where it's easiest for you. That's always my number one thing. Start where it's easy. Don't start with the hardest thing. Maybe you want to connect to Archangel Ariel, and she oversees animals, and she oversees plants and the earth and nature, and maybe that gentleness feels supportive to you and it feels okay like you could take a walk in the park and meet her that energy feels where you want to start so you learn to trust angels enough to step into michael or whomever then go for it like you said i like the trying things new but if you're not at that place and you can't quite do that start with the what's easiest go there (laughs) go there it's interesting how our conversation has almost gone full circle we mentioned in our first conversation a couple of weeks ago, this really is a reflection of building our trust within ourselves. Mm, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Janine, thank you so much for the amazing energy that you have brought to Conversations That Heal. I'm very grateful. I know that you have mentioned in the past shows that you have a gift that you wanted to share with the listeners, and I wanted to give you another opportunity to pass that on. Can you talk about that for a minute? Absolutely. For any listeners to the show, if you'd like a one-question or one-card reading with me, literally just go to my website and pick a time and mention that you've heard about me on this show, and it'll be free for you. And you can find that link to my calendar on my website at namastelivingonline.com, N-A-M-A-S-T-E, livingonline.com. And there's lots of good stuff on there, too, if you just want to explore more about my thoughts and my approach to life. And I'm pretty vulnerable in my writing. I try to be as best I can. I try not to hold back. There's lots of juiciness on there. (laughs) So feel free to check out the site and book a reading with me. I hope that the listeners take advantage of that. Is there a cutoff date? I didn't ask you this in the other shows, but is there a cutoff date? You know what? At this point, my purpose is all about helping people kind of break through 
So at any point, I will offer this at any time a listener hears this recording. So if they you know, happen to find an old recording and listen to it a year from now, I'll still do a reading for you if you mention the show. It's one per person, obviously. <laughs> um, and if you want more, you can work with me. But definitely, I'll just leave it open because I'm going to trust that whoever needs it will find it and you'll find it in the perfect timing. So it's just an open-ended ticket for you. I just love your energy, Janine. You're so pure. Oh, well, thank you. I've worked very hard cultivated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I can I can so relate to that. It's like, oh yeah, you're you're hearing the polished Susan and Janine. You you haven't seen the unpolished diamonds, let's say. <laughs> Although, exactly. You didn't know me when I was a piece of coal. <laughs> can I use that example, that metaphor? <laughs> Absolutely. Go right ahead. That's a great metaphor. That's a great metaphor. I love it. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you, Janine, for, for being on Conversations That Heal. I, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast. I love chatting with you all the time, so I'm grateful you bring me back again. It's, it's a blast. Thank you. I'm excited to come back. This concludes our three-part series with Janine. Knowledge is power, and these past three inspirational healing messages have provided a lot for the listeners to absorb. Please contact me at Susan at ConversationsWithHeal.com if I can support you on your healing journey. Leave a comment on Blog Talk or iTunes to help us reach listeners in search of living a life of peace and joy. Above all, remember that you are a lovable and capable human being. Thank you for listening to Conversations That Heal.